0: Welcome, if you wouldn't mind uh, coming in a little bit closer, it it might make uh, the, yeah absolutely, absolutely, and if I could have our speakers come and stand up here with us too. Well, welcome. Uh, I'm Fire Chief Stephen Davis of the Madison Fire Department. Uh, thank you for coming to our, our great day today. Uh, this, in, in February of 2012, I got a call from uh, Mike Slavish from Hubdee Properties and said he wanted to come over and meet with me. And I thought it was a little bit curious. Uh, didn't really know what to expect and what I found to be is uh, a four-year project of labor of love would probably be the best way to describe it. The proposal that uh, Mr. Slavish, and he'll say a few words in a little bit, uh, that he dropped on my desk as a brand-new fire chief. Now, mind you, I'd only been in the office for about a month, um, so I didn't know what to expect. But the proposal was something that um, over my time on the Madison Fire Department, the old timers on the job that, that used to show me the way and, and you know keep me in line, we used to sit right on the front steps um, at night, and they'd always talk about better utilization of the property. And I never really understood what that meant until this project fell in, and, and it makes sense, and it's all come together. So I want to thank you for being here. Uh, and, and taking part in this grand opening event, because it truly is great. Our first speaker has an incredible sense of timing and an incredible vision for this city. Um, his incredible sense of timing is we actually had this event scheduled two other times earlier in the year, and they were rainy and snowy, uh, I think, on both days, and we had to cancel them because he was doing important city business. Um He really needs no introduction. He's been a very, very big supporter of public safety in this community and the community as a whole, and understands Madison probably better than any one of us could ever understand. So with that, I give you Mayor Soglin. (laughs) Thank you, Um,
1: I can actually recall when... Old Station 1 was closed down, and and this station was, was opened up. I was undergraduate, lived just a block and a half down Dayton Street, and previously we'd been uh, voting uh, at the station at the corner of, of Broome and, and Johnson. And so with the changes that were made and 1968-1969 uh, the station was, was opened up and besides being the home to the Madison Fire Department Station 1, it was used uh, as a polling place and firefighters assigned to this station Uh, had an active and a very visible role in terms of interchange with with neighborhood residents. Over the years, as I became mayor, I had an opportunity to dine in this station. At least uh, more than one occasion, Uh, lunches were rudely interrupted where uh, suddenly I was the only one left at the table. All of my hosts left. Parting words were, Mayor, would you cover the dishes? Um, We had an opportunity here to do something at this site and to have a really efficient use of downtown property when it came time to not just redesigning and rebuilding Station 1, but also the fire administration offices themselves with some imaginative and genuine cooperation from the Hubdi group the staff or many of whom are here today we've managed to do both quality administrative offices that are going to take us into the 21st century offices And and command centers that are going to serve uh, not just the city of Madison, not just the fire department, but to serve the entire area, no matter what the nature of the, the, the crisis and the emergency may be. And it's going to provide the kind of secure quarters for the officers of the Madison Fire Department who deserve uh, the recognition as to all of the hours that they spend here as a base for not just fighting fires, but doing community safety, doing inspections, and all the other obligations which, which go along with it. And I'd be remiss if I also didn't mention not just the firefighting and fire prevention capabilities. Of of the men and women of the department, but also the work that happens when the ambulances go out in terms of dealing with with people facing immediate health crises. This was a very complicated project, and I just want to conclude uh, by recognizing the city staff, the fire department staff, Uh, the staff from the developer, in regards to everything from the financing to the design to the physical secure access that makes this facility work. It's a sustainable facility. And one of the things we shouldn't overlook is is the work of of our uh, staff in regards to the environmental qualities of the building, and the folks who are going to be here. So, with that, Chief, congratulations to all the people who helped make this work, and a big thank you on behalf of the city.
0: As the mayor indicated, it took a lot of people um, to put this together, and those of you that have worked on city projects and city planning and city government know that sometimes the wheels turn relatively slow Uh, Steve Culver the former economic development director for the city of Madison took this project and really ran with it he put his team together we had um, not many meetings because the project made sense Um, we didn't have to debate whether or not it made sense or whether it was viable to the community it just made sense So then it was a matter of putting the right people in the room, Um, and Steve Culver and Don Marks, both no longer working for the city, um, took this upon themselves to make sure that it worked out. And I have numerous people to thank, and I'll go through that list as, as time goes on here. But the first call back in February of 2012 that I made after Mr. Slavish left my office with this idea and this plan was to Alder Mike Verveer. And I just let him know that this was a possibility and that I supported it 110% and it made sense. And so we met and discussed it. Uh, we, we talked about the problems possibly with the project, some of the disruption that the project would cause. Um, and we both agreed, I believe, after that cup of coffee or that meeting that we couldn't, we, we had to do it. So with that... Uh, Alder Mike Verveer has been a great supporter of this project all along, now Council President, Alder Mike Verveer. Good morning,
2: all. Uh, Today really is a great day for our community and especially for the downtown community. It's a real privilege to be able to be with you today uh, on this great occasion. As I was running over here, I was thinking of the memories I have uh, in the time I've been in in City Hall uh, regarding the family that is station number one. Uh, And many of my memories are similar to the mayor's remembrances, probably my city council colleagues, past and present, have similar memories of the firehouses in their respective neighborhoods. Um, So with your indulgence, I just wanted to mention at the outset uh, a few anecdotes. Of my introduction to Station One and the fine men and women that work here uh, and have worked here in the past and will be working here in the future. Um, So, when I was first elected over 20 years ago now, uh, I received a wonderful invitation, as you can all imagine, to have supper here. Uh, Similar to the mayor's uh, experience, uh, we broke bread. Specifically, it was garlic bread, I remember. And remind you, this is over 20 years ago, so you remember, I remember these things. Uh, maybe it's because my fondness for eating, I don't know. But anyway, we broke bread, garlic bread, spaghetti dinner, and it was a great introduction to the tremendous work that the men and women of the Madison Fire Department do day in and day out. Uh, I found myself then back here, about a year later, actually... Uh, a not such a happy occasion, and it was a few days after the Mifflin Street Block Party had turned ugly. That was in 1996, and I was apologizing for the hooliganism and the knuckleheads that I think for the first time in um, Madison Fire Department history were actually attacking our brave firefighters, and uh, several of the firefighters that were um, on Ladder One that night uh, suffered injuries, luckily all minor. One of them was now Assistant Chief Clay Christensen. And so I thought it was important to come back here uh, when that shift was next working a few days later and express my sorrow for what they had to go through Uh, and the fact that we certainly don't pay them nearly enough to deal with the incoming barrage of of, uh, objects that they were taking that night by the drunken crowd. So, those were my first couple of introductions to the men and women that work here at, at Station Number One. I've been invited back many times, as you can guess, for supper. Uh, it seems to be a tradition. Uh, and, and it's always been very enjoyable to be here uh, at Station One. Uh, I've also been able to observe over the years that I've, I've been in city government the tremendous work that... that the firefighters do on a daily basis. There have been um, major incidents like the tragic fires at St. Raphael Cathedral, uh, Capitol Hill Apartments, and most um, sad, the fatal fire on North Bedford Street uh, that led to the Peter Tallon Memorial Smoke Alarm Ordinance that I'm convinced has saved lives ever since. On an even more personal note, uh, I personally was rescued by the men and women of Engine One and then Rescue One uh, many years ago when I slipped and fell on the ice leaving a city meeting in the Municipal Building. And Joe Conway and his crew uh, scooped me up off the ground, loaded me into the ambulance, and the best part was Patrick Tomko administering morphine to me to relieve the pain of my uh, very bad fracture. Uh, so I personally have seen the, the personalized care that the men and women here deliver on a daily basis to the residents and visitors of our downtown and the entire community. Let me, let me add, too, just on the personal note that uh, after I had surgery at UW Hospital that day, who, who was one among the first visitors even before any of my family visited me? But the men and women of fire station number one, came into my UW hospital room. Tim Healy, leading the charge, those that don't know Tim Healy, he's not a diminutive guy. Tim Healy came barreling in with a number of firefighters behind him, and I felt in a way that I was uh, embarrassed, frankly, a recipient of local 311 charities that day when they brought uh, cookies baked here at at the station uh, to my hospital room. But anyway, thank you for allowing me to share those personal anecdotes about my fondness and my personal affinity for this station and moreover the men and women that work here. As it relates to why we're here today, uh, I I think that first and foremost, Mayor Soglin deserves all the credit. Uh, I also vividly remember the day after he was uh, elected back into the mayor's office five years ago, We had a long meeting the day after the election, and I swear one of the many topics that the mayor brought up to me relating to the downtown that day was his thought that the very valuable downtown real estate that fire administration building occupied on West Johnson Street behind us, uh, or at least behind me here, uh, was too valuable and too um, tremendous an asset to be just a couple story building and that we should think about adaptive uh, reuse, uh, repurposing of that site, and figuring out a better location for fire administration. Well, here we are today, many years later, and again, I think uh, if it wasn't for Mayor Soglin's vision, this wouldn't be the case, and I'm sure that Mike Slavish will agree when it's his turn to say hello, uh, that Hubdy Realty did not have that parcel in mind when they were going to, uh, imagine this ovation development it was the mayor that thought that this was the best and wise thing to do in terms of land use approval so he deserves a lot of credit for that uh, in closing let me just say that, that I am thrilled not only certainly to be a part of this ceremony but to uh, um, say that it's about time that the men and women that work at station number one and for that mayor their fire administration building have a beautiful modern facility to work in Not only the firefighters here at the station, but also the uh, administration, the command staff, uh, the fire prevention folks, all the support staff that work in the beautiful new fire admin building that, if you haven't seen it, you'll be seeing uh, momentarily. Uh, So it's well-deserved. This was not controversial at all at the City Hall. It was not an inexpensive project. As the mayor mentioned, it's a very green project that costs money at the front end. We know that it pays itself back over time, uh, and, and although it was a, a fair price tag, this was not controversial. We all knew it was the right thing to do and led to the great development um, that you all will be enjoying momentarily and the overall ovation mixed-use development. So I want to congratulate uh, the development team for working on this and certainly the fire department on their new home. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Alder Revere. We couldn't have uh, made this happen without the strong support of labor and the workforce here in the city of Madison Fire Department. Um, And and there are some special people that I'd like to recognize right now, and primarily um, our clerical staff. If you can imagine moving um, an office building and a fire station at the same time that had been in their location since 1968, that was not an easy task. And had it not been for Velma Avalos, Denise Desario, Heidi Dusnap, Ann Blackdeer, Lori Keefe, and Dawn Turner, this wouldn't have been possible. They were truly the center of our move. So I'd like a round of applause for them. A couple of them are here right now. But thank you. Thank um, you. It also wouldn't have been possible without Chris Anthony, our IT person. Thank you, Chris. And Nicole Marie Hall, our payroll clerk at the time. And then many of you know and remember Rita Johnson, who was our budget analyst, and she really um, always runs a tight budget ship. She has since retired. I think she had the fortune of working out of the new space for about a week before she retired. But thank you. And then also the firefighters that got displaced. Um, I'd like to thank MG&E. As always, MG&E is such a tremendous community partner for the Madison Fire Department. They provide us with training. uh, They provide us with response. And most importantly, whenever we've had a significant need, they've they've provided us facilities. When we remodeled Station Number 3 on Williamson Street a number of years ago, um, we asked them for a space. They provided it. Same thing happened with Station 1. When we said, we need a place to put a fire engine, they said, absolutely, Chief, come on over. Um, We'll create a space for you, and that's exactly what we did. With that, though, it wasn't the nicest space, I got to admit, but it it got the job done. It kept uh, the response times within normal limits in the downtown, and... um, it was a difficult challenge, I think, for the firefighters to go into that space day in and day out, and we we literally never heard a complaint um, from them. So without without that, um, this project would have been a lot more difficult. And representing Local 311 today with us is President Mitchell.
3: Uh, thank you all. My name is Melon Mitchell, president of Firefighters Local 311, and on behalf of our over 350 plus membership, uh, we want to thank you all for being here at the uh, grand reopening of Fire Station Number One. Uh, Alder Revere, I did hear your remarks, and everything you said was great. And uh, but the one thing that stuck out in my mind was that you said you you don't feel that you pay us enough to do our job. So. <laughs>
4: Right now. Yeah, we're in negotiations
3: right now, and this is on the City Channel, right? So make sure you heard Let's time stamp that, Mayor. But anyway, um, no, in all seriousness, uh, I, was, I had the fortunate opportunity to work at this station and start here uh, 19 years ago. I was about 19 pounds thinner, but um, working on Engine 1 there, uh, if you don't know, is one of the busiest, if not the busiest engine in the state. Uh, it's covering downtown. And having this station, um, having it as a mixed-use development, having actually almost like a community now where you have people at the elevation walking past the fire station, uh, kids, dogs stopping visiting, visiting in, is uh, truly a blessing. And uh, this is a great partnership between uh, my predecessor, uh, Pr- President Joe Conway, um, Chief, Chief Davis and city administration, and all the elected officials that helped to bring this forward. So uh, i just like to say thank you. Uh, the station's great. I'm back here working again. Uh, it's a, it's the great thing about the fire service is that we're steeped in tradition and this station has been able to keep tradition of the old, but also get into the new of, of what the fire service and our training, our resources, what we need to do our job. So uh, just on behalf of Firefighters Local 311, I'd like to say thank you to uh, the, our elected officials, our mayor, our, our city council, our, our fire administration. We don't always agree on everything, but there is one thing we agree on and that is the safety Uh, health and safety of citizens of the city of Madison. So uh, that's one thing we're always 100% in compliance and agreement with. So I'm going to do something I never do, and that is I'm going to speak for less than three minutes. I was the first
0: one to clap on that so we can note that too. Thank you, uh, President Mitchell. Um, So as the negotiations went on, I'm going to, call out the command staff uh, as well. Um, not everybody's here. Some are off today, but uh, I wanted to say a heartfelt thank you to the, the chief officers that were involved in this project. Uh, it truly was an inconvenience to move, um, not only one time, but twice as we did because we had to go into temporary space. Uh, they stuck with the project and, and really made it possible for us to, to be here today. One person in particular, and that's Assistant Chief Clay Christensen. You want to wave your hand, Clay? Uh, Chief Christensen was the Project League from the, from the beginning and did a phenomenal job, worked well with everybody. Uh, our next presenter is, uh, is Mike Slavish from Hubby Properties. And um, when we sat down and started to talk about design and features, Mike was involved with that a little bit. Epstein Ewing um, was the the architect on the project. And I think Mike and I, as we talked about design, really shared the same vision for the outside. Now, at one point in the meeting, it was getting kind of heated, and I asked for vinyl-wrapped white siding on the whole Ovation building. And I'm not sure what Mike thought of that, but uh, he didn't smile after I threw the idea out. And I guess i got to go with the fact that uh, his taste might be a little bit better than mine because the whole building overall turned out well. But one of the non-negotiables for for me as fire chief, you know, every fire chief has their thing, right? Mine was the glass doors. And I wanted the glass doors to bring the neighborhood into the station because that's kind of our goal, you know, We're here to serve the community. The community should have full access to us. Mike and I shared that same vision, luckily. And uh, I don't know if we talked offline, but whenever I brought the glass doors up, he was 100% behind me, and and really it it sets the whole building off nicely. So thank you for that, Mike. I know that we've never shared that. With that, though, uh, Hovde Property Representative Mike Slavish.
5: Good morning, everyone. Uh, again, I'm Mike Slavish with Hovde Properties. I remember that day four years ago when we walked into uh, newly appointed Chief Davis's office. He, again, he'd only been on the uh, in that position for about a month, and we kind of laid out our vision for what we thought we'd like to do here. And there was a little bit of a deer-in-the-headlights look, And but after a few seconds of thought, he says, let's do this. So really, we're, we're grateful to be here to celebrate with the city. We really see this as the culmination of four years of a lot of work, a lot of work on the part of many here, you know, in this crowd. So the last year or two, obviously, as the developer on this project, we've had the opportunity to be out and speak on this project at a number of different venues around the city. And some of you may have heard me tell the story about um, our first initial meeting with Mayor Soglin on this. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about that, but let's just save it to say that He was very passionate about articulating his vision for a mixed-use development on this site. Um, And I think what you see here in front of you today is really the, uh, again, is the culmination of of that vision, the mixed-use here, the the fire admin headquarters, and the actual physical physical connection that we made um, to station number one. But I think the real story here today is really one of collaboration. You know, we hear a lot about partnerships and that, but I think this particular project is really a great example, a shining example of a true public-private partnership, a partnership and all the benefits that go with that, the elimination of the duplicated costs, the economies of scale that you realize. Can you imagine if we would have built or renovated two similar facilities right next to each other at the same time? We think about all the, all the um, infrastructure costs that were shared. As a result of uh, as a result of that, in addition to that, just just the creation of the goodwill, I think between the private sector and the public sector, um, we talk about these partnerships, but you know this is an opportunity to show the rest of the community that the private sector and the public sector can come together and do something really amazing, and then finally, just the responsible stewardship of the dollars. Um, whether it's private, se- private sector investment or whether that's the use of uh, public sector dollars, um, I think this is a great example of how those two came together to create a really amazing project. So I know Chief, Chief Davis has thanked a number of people here, but, and we've been out thanking folks as well on the private side, but I wanted to take this opportunity to thank a few uh, specific individuals from City Hall that were really instrumental in supporting us and making this, uh, this project happen. And I apologize if I I forget anybody, but um, clearly Chief Davis and your entire uh, administrative team, uh, Mike Popovich, uh, Clay Christensen, these guys were with us every step of the way. For these last four years, we've gone through the entire uh, approval process, whether that's neighborhood meeting, planning meetings, planning commission, UDC, city council. There was somebody from the fire department that was there with us every step of the way, which really helped move Move things along. The planning staff, the economic development staff, uh, Don Marks, real estate manager since retired, was really kind of the project manager for the city. He was instrumental in moving this along. Joe Gramacki, uh, Jeannie Hoffman, uh, Aaron Olver, Steve Cover, Aaron and Steve are now have moved on, but again, they were uh, they were there every step of the way. The uh, the city attorney's office. Ann Zellhofer and Kevin uh, Ramakrishna. You can imagine the amount of documentation that needs to occur for us to live together in this shared facility. And then finally, of course, uh, our thanks to the elected officials. Uh, Mayor Soglin for his vision for this shared facility from day one. His willingness to be the champion on this project. Uh, Alder Revere, who, like the fire department, The team was there every step of the way with us uh, in the public process. And then, of course, City Council for their unanimous support of this project, really, uh, from day one. So with that, our sincere congratulations to the city, to the fire department, on uh, this amazing collaboration. Uh, Rest assured, we are attached at the hip for many, many years to come. And I I hope that they find that, you know, the team at Hovdee Properties is a great neighbor to them as we continue to move down this road. So thank you. Congratulations. I too would
0: like to reiterate our city engineering department did a phenomenal job along with planning and economic development. Uh, Everybody really came together and um, they tell me it's not supposed to work that easy and this was my first experience as fire chief with a building project and we truly pulled it together in about nine months. from start to finish on the planning and approval end. Uh, but I gotta tell you, I'm ready to do another one because it wasn't that bad. <laughs> We've got the uh, defib for the mayor here. He just. Um, I would like to point out, though, Mike Shukart was a project lead. Mike, uh, if you wanna w- wave your hand, give him a round of applause. <laughs> and um, Mike and Mike and Clay, I think, shared an office um, or were joined at the HIP for about nine months uh, last year during this project. Uh, One was hardly anywhere without another. There's a few other people, Randy Wisner, uh, James Whitney, Jim Whitney, Paul Stauffer, um, Jeannie Hoffman, Matt Gall, Michael Daly, Brian Cooper. The whole staff just did a phenomenal job from engineering. And I can't leave out Rob Phillips because he was truly the leader of that group. So thank you to engineering um, for that. The other people I'd like to mention are, is our IT staff and Paul Cronenberger's staff. Uh, John Silverwood, Lee Jones, Bob McFarland, Juliet Sanders, Boyce Johnson, Molly Larson, and James Ferguson played an integral role in our IT design. From what we've been told by them, this is one of the most advanced um, IT buildings the city has so I don't know what that means for sure but Velma occasionally tells me so thank you for that and this all wouldn't be possible without a builder and um, as we were doing the, the bidding process I think that uh, Chief Christensen and I really had a lot of long discussions on the hopes for the project and what it could look like And we were so happy when J.H. Findorf bid on the project and then came in as the lowest bid on the project because we really look forward to working with them. They're a true cornerstone of our city. Uh, They employ many people. They're constantly giving back um, to the community, and for that we're grateful. With that, I'd like to introduce David Beck Engel. Thank you, Chief. Good morning, everybody. This, this really was a special project for Findorf in a number of ways, and so I'm going to stay away from politics and things like that and just tell you why. From a historic point of view, as many of you here may know, Findorf has been a lifelong resident of the city of Madison. In fact, last year we celebrated 125 years in business with our headquarters right over here down the street on West Wilson Street. But interestingly, from a historic point of view, last Friday was a very unique historic date for Findorf because it was on May thirteenth, nineteen oh nine, the Findorf business, ironically, burned to the ground on a tragic fire. And this this was, I have to believe, for John Findorf, who's not even twenty years in business yet, you know, an extremely challenging time. You know, he's he's deeply in debt, he's underinsured. Not sure what he's going to do. Probably the prudent thing from a pure business point of view would be to just kind of cash it in, declare bankruptcy, and move on to something else. But what was really special is how the city of Madison rallied around John and his young company and said, you need to rebuild. You're too important to this community not to. And he did. And with the help of the city at the time, and, Mayor, was this your first term in office? I don't remember. (laughs) But well, with the help of the city leaders at the time and the banking community and all the business leaders, Findorf did rebuild. And as I mentioned just a minute ago, last year we celebrated 125 years in business. If it weren't for the city of Madison, that wouldn't be possible. And so doing city projects and giving back to the city, as Chief Davis mentioned, is a really important part of who we are. Also, we we're really thrilled to be working with the Hubdies, Mike and Eric, Mike Slavish and Eric Huvdie, you know, to help them realize their vision for this block. And I do remember when it changed from being a rectangular building facing Johnson Street to incorporating the, the, uh, the old fire office building and, you know, what that means. And that was quite a curveball that came our way. But as a team, we all rallied around and said, this is the best thing to happen to this property. And so, you know, to be part of that, help it make it happen, you know, We wanted to be a little bitter on this. There's no way I'm going to let somebody else finish our project, Chief. So we went very aggressively at it. We're very proud to have worked uh, on this project, delivered a great project um, for the city of Madison and for the Madison Fire Department, and, and something we'll always be proud of. And then I think thirdly, on a more personal note, Clay, I don't know if I ever shared this with you, I'm actually the son of a fireman. My father was a firefighter for the city of Monona, You know, so I personally, I have a firsthand appreciation for what you and all your men do, men and women do, for the community, what you mean to us, you know, the protection you provide, everything that's involved in being in a firefighter, because I did live that growing up. Um, So, again, personally, just to be part of a project like this and what it means to the city of Madison is really, really powerful for us. And so, on behalf of Findorf, we're really thankful to be part of this, Chief. Really proud of what's happened here. And Go, Madison. This is a great project. So thank you, everybody. So, that's it. Here we are. All along the process, as Fire Chief, it's my job to kind of set the tempo and set the pace and remind people of the mission at hand. And the mission all along was a 50-year plan. We don't want the the chiefs that will replace us down the road 20, 30, 40 years from now say, what were they thinking back in 2015 when they built this place? And so we kept that in mind constantly throughout the process, and the result is what you see here today. Now, it's a tradition in the fire service to not ribbon cut, but to break and uncouple the hose line. So if I could ask my dignitaries, our firefighters and our chief officers to come on up. Come on up here. All right. Thank you all again for your support. We now declare Fire Station One Fire Admin open on this historic day. Thank you for being here. There is cake and refreshments on the apparatus floor behind us. Uh, And feel free to wander amongst the building on both buildings. Um, There'll be firefighters in different areas that can explain what's going on. Uh, I do want to say also the, uh, the refreshments are compliments of our fire supervisors. So thank you, Chiefs.
4: All right, enjoy. Thank you.